No, it's I don't think so. It's actually really sweet. Ooh. I like it. It's got a medicinal flavor. It's mostly honey. Yeah, that's what I really pick up on, is a lot of honey. No, I do not like it. Mm. Just a tiny hint. Yep, yep, it yep. tastes like cigar smoke. Michigoni and Degree. All the best podcasts are free. Not a ginger and witty. Playing games and drinking tea. Call a Poundstone never lies. The best podcast for its size. So hang out with your new best friend. With a friend for Hidden That's your chair moving. That's not a cold open. <laughs> Hello, the internet. Welcome to episode 173 of Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Uh-oh, you're actually wow. saying the episode <laughs> number? Shit. This time I am. Wow, it's 173. That's pretty cool. Where every week we take a deep dive into some random video games that we've played, and my name is Willie. And I'm Ginger. A.K.A. Colonel Kilbert. Uh, A.K.A. Ginger's Chocobo. We also reboot. Reboot? <laughs> Do we review boot? We reboot? No. Do we took a boot? <laughs> Are we tooking a boot some games? And a boot some beers? And a boot some recommendations? And a boot some RLXP? That's what I meant to say, yeah. <laughs> A boot. So, before we do all that fun stuff, though, <laughs> let me open up the quote book. Ah, uh, snap. Where do you think you are, Funko Land? No, I'm at home. That's the quote. It's from the security guard. Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Well, let's just dive into these beverages, right? The op- it's a big cap, but it's still too small for me to dive into. I don't think I would fit. It's true. Well, let's open this Aloe Vera King watermelon flavor. We'll see how this goes. Naturally flavored watermelon. Premium. It got the gold award in 2020. It's a premium health beverage from a global multi-beverage factory. Okay, F. Um, Does that I'm mean gonna, it's okay as fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's better than okay as fuck. It's fucking delicious. This is really good. It contains zero juice. I don't even give a fuck. It's 30% aloe. It has red cabbage extract in it. And one bottle has 96% of your added sugars. <laughs> <laughs> For a day. For a day. I'm chugging it. <laughs> That's what I get. Coughing for chugging it. Um, I'm going to give that a 5 out of 5. I think it's fucking fantastic. It's very delicious. It's very refreshing. If you chug it, you cough. <laughs> but it's really good. It's really tasty. It's like a premium version of the Arizona watermelon flavored beverage that I like. <laughs> this one's better than that by a little bit. I think I'll give it four and a quarter. It's still really sugary. Yeah. No, I'm just giving it four because it's the still sugar? basically sugar wa- 70% sugar water and 30% aloe. I'll still drink it because it's yummy. 
It is. The sugar. I I love sugar. I'm addicted to sugar, that's for sure. And that's fucking just like feeding right into You're my yummy. fucking addict. Of sugar, yes. I'm calling S.A. right now. What? Sugar Anonymous. Is I'm sure it's a thing? thing. I'm sure it is. Listeners, let us know. I'll what call them. There, I'll call them before you call uh, AA for me because I have a beer. Three Floyds from Three Floyds. It's called Cat Date. <laughs> it's a categorically big double IPA brewed to honor our little friends and their clandestine meetings. Pentakill. And it shows two little kitties like slurping milk out of straws, staring at each other with They're googly heart eyes. Super cute, and I like. Three Floyds, that's a good place. I used to. I haven't really bought Three Floyds since they uh, all their employees unionized and then they shut down the tap room. Oh. But this was a new one, so I figured I'd try it once, mm. and then I probably won't buy it again. That's too bad. Oh, yeah. Nice crack. <clears throat> good burp. It's a big, heavy... Sweet double IPA. Yeah, they usually do a really good job on their double IPAs, though. Yeah. I think the watermelon I just drank made it even a little bit sweeter. (laughs) But it's a sweet, hoppy, a little bit of pine, but more of citrus hoppy, more of the green, grassy hoppy. All right. Well, kind of like catnip because there's kitty cats on there. A little bit. If catnip, if they made a Jolly Rancher that was catnip flavor, it might be kind of like this. Anybody make kitty cat Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> kitty cat Let catnip us know. Jolly Ranchers. Let us know in the comments. Be sure to smash that subscribe button. What the fuck, Willie? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do I give cat yeah. date from Three Floyds? I'll give it four and a half. It's, no, I'll give it four and a quarter. It's yummy, but... But fuck three Floyds now? Yeah. Well, didn't they shut down the tap room? Was it before the pandemic or after? It was during the pandemic. Okay. Over the span of like two weeks, the employees unionized. And then the Good company and then the company said, hey, that's all right, cool. We're not going to change any of our plans. We support your union. And then another week after that, they said, oh, sorry, we're closing the tap room down and all you union employees no longer have jobs. That's fucked up. Yeah. Man, that's really too bad because that was a fucking cool place to go to. Uh-huh. It's a shame that they uh shut down the tap room like that and did that to their employees more More so doing that to their employees. And that was the best part about Three Floyds was the tap room. Absolutely. That was way better than the beers. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The tap room was so fucking cool, dude. Just all the artwork in there and shit. So cool. All the 1980s action figures. Yep. And then they always had their music on vinyl, like heavy metal. Heavy metal vinyl. vinyl. It was fucking sweet. And awesome ass dishes. Their food was amazing it was all like it was always seasonal so it was always changing it was good they had they had something good and they shut down and shame on them well 
Shall we be back after a fake commercial? Yes, this episode again is brought to you by Nudist Fix. Uh, every month we send you the the latest in nudist fashions. This this summer there's some cute little hats and some cute little bow ties and some I've anklets. Been, I've really been enjoying the bare feet that I got in my latest nudist fix box. There's I can walk cute around in crocheted the grass. sandals. No, it's just naked feet. No, it's nudist. There's also no crocheted. Stuff. You're, that's oh. weird. That comes in a different box. Yeah, that's this box says different... nothing. <laughs> it's just like goes on the top of your foot. It, no. It's like just. It's no, not in this box. Oh, there's no crocheted sandals on this no, box? No. It's a box of air. And like, <laughs> I really like the bare feet that I got in my box. They feel good in the grass. Yeah, it still costs 20 bucks a month, but it's empty air. <laughs> well, then I like this empty air hula skirt I got. Use the code GRPVG for 20% <laughs> off. Pass into the iris. And now it's time for Real Life XP. You want to go first? Um, sure, I'll go first. I planted the four raspberry bushes today in our yard. What do you mean? I'm giving you the raspberry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That your dad gave us. Um, and there was one on there that I could eat. and It was delicious. And I found some gloves to plant them because raspberries have thorns. Like, a lot of thorns. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you thought roses had thorns? Haha, <laughs> raspberries have the thorns. But, man, those berries are good. So got It really those... sucks if you're sliding down a hill in the middle of winter and you go into raspberry bushes. Oh, fuck yeah, dude, because they're all dry as fuck uh-huh. and, and they, extra And they droop stabby. over and they make mm-hmm. tunnels, and so it's like you're going through barbed wire loops. Mm-hmm. That's pretty sweet, if it's not you doing it. <laughs> if, it's in a, if it's in a Final Destination movie, well, it's, it's pretty sweet. Well, it's super cool that your dad gave us some raspberry bushes. Yeah. Vines, whatever they are. Some raspberries. Plants. Mm-hmm. So I am going to say 40,000. Since there was four. And I planted them at noon and it was hot as fuck and I was pouring sweat. <laughs> sure. Was so warm. You get Warhammer points. Sweet. What did you get, Will? For some XP. Um, my XP, oh. I'll use my internet meme cake that I made. I made a Dolly Parton <laughs> cake. It was Dolly Parton Southern Banana Style Cake. I went and picked some fresh Michigan cherries, about five gallons. Yep, I helped you with that. And then I uh, pitted four cups of cherries. I put half a cup of cherries in the cake. And then I put the other three and a half cups of cherries in a cherry sauce, like pie filling stuff, to pour on top of it. And then after I tried that out, that was good. That was really good. I had a couple of cupcakes like that. I had a piece of square cake like that. <laughs> then I had to go even further. And then I put a big scoop of Chunky Monkey ice cream on top. Or no, I used Cherry you Garcia. A, abomination of a dessert that looked really good. And I was kind of jealous I couldn't do it. <laughs> on top of that cherry topping, I put Cherry Garcia ice, mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And then I sprinkled a bunch of Fruity Pebbles on top. Well, that's the Malto Meal Fruity yeah, Pebbles. Yeah, the store brand Fruity Pebbles. Mm-hmm. 
and that was really good. It looks fruity so banana good. cherry ice cream. With I can't fresh have the cherries. cake because it's a weeded cake, but it looked great. Test your might. How many points are you gonna have for your Dolly Parton uh, banana cherry cake? Um, since we went and picked the cherries from the tree early that morning, I think that garners some extra points. And then the Dolly Partonness adds to it too. So I'm gonna go six hundred and sixty-six thousand points. I think that's good. Three quarter of a million. Okay, so do I get some added because I helped you with the cherries? Sure. How much? I don't know. You climbed up what twelve foot ladder? You want yeah, another, I was terrified. Want another hundred and twenty thousand? Sure. Okay. That sounds perfect. You did climb up the like twenty foot extension ladder that, that was, was leaning scary. on the tree. That was scary. And I think your grandpa was looking at me like, get the fuck up there. But he wouldn't <laughs> say fuck. But I was scared. Like, I don't just climb fucking trees every day. You gotta start On a somewhere. ladder that's balancing on some small branches. That scared me. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. You want me to go first with the game? <clears throat> oh, I don't care. Do you want to do another nudist fix commercial? I might have to show you a picture of crocheted sandals because it would be perfect for a nudist because they're not like anything. They are literally just something that like goes around your your toe and it goes here and they like, they're stupid. Doilies for the top of your feet? Pretty fucking much, yeah. Alright, this episode is brought to you by doilies on top of your feet. Ginger, don't spit out that juice. (laughs) I don't have a doily on top of my foot to wipe it up. Well, this is a bunch of aloe, so I'm like trying to chew this aloe. I was kind of disappointed that there weren't al- Oh, there are chunks. There it's is. Not- I'm. It's all at the bottom. That's why it's when not you as said doily is on the top of your feet and I had a mouthful of aloe chunks. <laughs> oh, yeah. So at least for the top of your feet. Select your player. Hey, Ginger. Yeah? I don't know. What should we talk about today on our show? I have a game. Hey, how about what game you play? (laughs) I played Atomicrops Reap What You Crow update. Ooh, I know Atomicrops very well. Yeah, we both know Atomicrops, and it's supposed to go off of the... Um, game pass. Game pass soon. So if you like, uh, like top down shooters, go get this bundle. It's really worth it. Go play it now. Try it it's out while so you can good. if you haven't yet for some yeah. reason. So this is gonna be what you get in the bundle. Um, the game and the expansion. Yep, the game and the expansion. But uh, you get Orega, uh, Orega Crow. It's the newest member. Of the your little little like, town, you are a crow, and the only seeds that will drop are corn and roses, and then later you'll get rice and tomatoes. But that's all that will drop, and then that really helps you out when you're trying to combine and make bigger four yeah, square because yeah. you, all your shit is the same. And then you can grow oregano. That's the other crop, um, and that kind of gives you. 
things for your cauldron. But the oregano replenishes your... It will not replenish your health, but it will, like, do something with the cauldrons for... Because the, um, the crow has, like, leaves for hearts oregano. instead of hearts. It's oregano. That's why it's oregano. Mm-hmm. It's oregano. You're growing oregano. And it will give you, like, things to put in your cauldron for upgrades. But I like this next gun the most in the upgrade. It's the leech gun. That one is fucking I like it better than the other gun, if you will. This leech gun um, will just go up, like, <laughs> and leech right onto um, any of the enemies and just continuously hit them. But you have to go back to your... Does it drain their health? It drains Does their it health. But no, it, okay. like, just drains their health, but it... It's bullets are that, so when you go back, you have to, like, dig in your in your uh, garden to replenish it. So that's kind of weird, but I still like it. Yep, it, it sucks extra fertilizer um, from the enemy. Oh. But, um, yeah, you have to recharge by performing farming tasks, so watering, harvesting, and picking. So then there's a melee combat, which I... Love how powerful the sky, uh, the scythe is, but it is hard to play because this mainly you have guns and you can stand back and you kind of want to stand uh-huh, back in right. this game unless and you're not playing get with close. the two shotgun like weapons. I mean, the shotgun still like you don't have to get as close as the scythe. Yeah, like you, yeah, so. It's very up close and personal and very challenging with the bosses. But boy, if you get it's that one it. really strong, it's like one hit kills. Even with the enemies, it's like one hit kills mm-hmm. uh, from the basic start. Most of the time. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty cool. I've and never passed that up when I could afford it. <laughs> yeah. I pass it up. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, the Cauldrons is is what when you gather your corn, rice, and tomatoes, that's what it goes into instead of upgrading your weapon or or even being able to buy a heart. And it will give specific abilities. Um, the one that I like a lot that you get often, at least I saw, was one of every animal, one of every farm animal. So that's really handy. Yeah. Um, but that's you get pretty that cool. in exchange for not being able mm-hmm. to buy heart seeds. Yep. The oregano cauldron upgrades are oregano hearts that heal the player. Bark feathers, plus five bark skin, chance to repel damage. Defense bundle, gain a scarecrow and turret. Oregano weeds, 3% chance to cut weeds will drop an oregano seed. Right, and when you finish, when you finish Super the cauldron. Super thermos, 33 per chance. To heal in the morning. Oh, you want to hear the town cauldron upgrades? Excellent. So when you upgrade or fill up a cauldron, then you get a choice of get, two of those. Yep. You get two of them presented to you, and you get to pick which one you want. Yep, that's the one in the oregano cauldron, and that those were the ones when you're farming. The yeah. town cauldron upgrades are crow glasses, drop seeds are sometimes rice, 
dirty stopwatch. Day progresses 30% slower in the, uh, in the farm. Frozen, Klepstra, day progresses 30% slower while in Tundra. Teak, Horolage, day progresses 30% slower in the jungle. Grass, Carnograph, day progresses 30% slower while in the plains. So you Hourglass, day progresses 30% slower in the desert. Sunfly, day is 30 seconds longer and night has one less wave of enemies. That one is fucking sweet. Uh, the crew gain one of each basic animals. So, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, marriage becomes a bit unstable in Reap What You Crow. I haven't really seen that problem. Well, how often have you even married in the game? I quickly married, actually. Like, because you With get so many fucking roses, dude. Yeah. Oh. You drop so many roses, so it's like hopefully you find the polyamory one because then you could just, you could like probably marry everyone <laughs> in the town. But I, I kind of enjoy just the, it's a little added challenge with the Orega Crow because you don't quite heal, like you don't have the heart. Um, beats so you don't heal quite. Yeah, there the are same ways way. to regain a couple hearts, but yes. not as much. Nope. But it's kind of it's really cool, and you can buy the bundle, which gets you the whole game, and the other characters are pretty unique as well. So, and we already know there's laxative in here to make your farm animals poop more. So, just want to bring that up <laughs> again. That's the bathroom situation. Yeah, the fertilizer, the laxative, picking it up, giving it to your plants. Select your player. Will, what game you play? I played a game called Citizen Sleeper. It's available on Game Pass and pretty much every platform. Nice. It's a futuristic sci-fi narrative game. It's, it's an RPG that plays out where you have to just sustain your life on the space station and you play right. as you play as a sleeper who uh, comes from you're a you're kind of like a an android right. with a human consciousness that has been copied and then implanted so you're an emulation of a human consciousness from a person who sold their consciousness to this company mm. and said okay you can you know you do whatever give me this much money and you can copy my mind and use it in your robots but this robot was sick of like being a slave and property Humiliation. And, like broke out mm. cool got in this cargo bay on a ship and because you're a robot you survive like the vacuum of space and the freezing temperatures mm -hmm. and a guy who does scrap on the space station like thawed you out and got you running again oh, nice. and so you start like working for a scrapper and you play through conversations for people you have choices of what you can do like uh in the conversation it's just like an a or b choice of what you okay, can say to so them it's I'm sorry, did you mention what kind of game this was? It's a role-playing game and a narrative fiction, okay. mostly. When you play it, there's lots and lots of reading. Yes, Every time is. you see a character, you'll get like a little portrait of the character. Yep, and, and the then... portraits are really cool. The art is nice. Yeah, it's kind of 
comic booky, kind of like Judge Dredd comic book style, mm-hmm. but it's like dystopian space cyberpunk. Yeah. And it's all about how that, like the authors or the person who made the game has talked about how it's like based on where things could go. Yeah, I mean, the way this world is heading right now is pretty fucking bleak. Yeah, everybody <laughs> everybody on this giant metropolis that's on a space station ring that was recovered and, like, repaired after the company abandoned it. There's, like, a revolt and a, a what do they call it? There's a name for the event, like the, the breakdown or something. Okay. Where the whole system that was running the space station collapsed. Thousands of people died and, mm-hmm. yeah. But now people are coming back, and do you want to hear about the gameplay first, or the characters first that you meet? Um, the gameplay, because it seems like that might be easier, or a little less than all the people, maybe? (laughs) Yeah. So you have a hunger meter, and a health meter, a condition meter. Test your might. You're a robot that needs this drug, like, every few days in order to keep you from deteriorating. Okay. Kind of like what they wanted to do in Jurassic Park with the dinosaurs. Like, if they don't get their injections, they die. And the company did that. Mm. So that their robots, if they tried to run away, the robots would die. Yikes. And so you have to manage your hunger. You do eat food. and process. You're that close enough to a biological being that you eat food so to process it to for energy. Do you have to do and pee-pee anywhere? Or do you have, like, a jug? They don't mention it. You live in a uh, shipping container. <laughs> At first, you can eventually get other places to stay. <laughs> I'm sure there is. It's at the uh, at the scrapyard. <laughs> I'm sure there's lots of jugs of weird, uh, you know, probably whatever character you play probably Have you seen pees jugs oil around or anywhere. Anyone carrying that? No, most of the graphics, it's like a view of the space station from space as okay. a map. And you move the space station around one way to rotate it, and then you use the control pad to select which points on the map. And that's when it brings up the characters to talk to. Yeah, usually, okay. not usually. It only brings up characters if there's like a scene. Otherwise, you like go to this freighter, and do you want to... You get dice. Five dice per day is the okay. maximum. And you can use a dice like to work a shift at the bar once you become a regular at the bar. They <laughs> offer you work. Or like Hey, you're always here. You want <laughs> us to pay you? Or you can go to this freighter that has scrap and you can haul scrap and get a wage for a shift. Okay. Or you can do things to, like, advance storylines. And each storyline will have, a like, a meter where you have to advance it three or anywhere from, like, three to eight times. All right. Or even more. There's one where you're building a, uh, building, like, a big arc that's going to go with a bunch of people in cryosleep to another planet. And if you work enough on the crew building the ship, you can get a spot on the ship as a crew. And you have to work, like, I don't know how many, it's like 24 or 36 shifts Hmm. in order to get your space on that. Impressive. 
And so you have to pick and prioritize what dice you use for what missions. Right. And then after you use your five dice and you use any money, if you're going to use some of your chits to buy um, food. Chits. They use a, they call it cryo. It's a cryptocurrency. And they store it in like little, like gold pressed latinum from Deep Space Nine. (laughs) They have like little metal slabs. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's hilarious that you say gold press Latin. <laughs> mm. And so you pick your way through and decide what you want to do with your life there. If you want to escape through one of the different storylines or if you want to try and stay there. All right. Um, there's the company tracking you sends a hitman after you. So one of the storylines is like dealing with this bounty hunter who's come to get you. you. Gotta pay off his bar tab, and he just like spends a week just getting wasted in the bar and go pay for his drinks. And then he does it all again, and then you tell him to fuck off and get his gun taken away. But he hmm. comes back, and there's another bounty hunter. Oh shit! Uh huh. I I almost worked off his debts at the bar to have him <laughs> as protection before the other bounty bounty hunter came but I didn't so I didn't have any protection mm-hmm. it all worked out in the end I won't spoil that storyline mm, okay the storyline with the the arc leaving there's a guy who wants to leave with his adopted daughter he rescued her off of a like a scrap vessel. Mm-hmm. Somebody who had been attacked, and she was like one of the very few survivors because she had been locked in a weapons locker. Oh shit! But if you babysit for him enough, he can work enough shifts to guarantee a spot for him and her on that ship leaving the space station. Neat. Yeah, there's another storyline about a guy who he's a cook, and he's. Really good at cooking up mushrooms. He's one of the main places on the map where you can go and 15 bucks. You can get sustenance to fill up three of your uh, sections, three out of five of your sections. Nice. And you can have conversations with him to advance the storyline there. And he used to be, uh, it was kind of like they had exoskeleton armor that was like grafted right into him. Mm-hmm. But then the machine started breaking down, and so the, the company was just like, all right, you guys, we're scrapping this program, even though they'd been, like, surgically altered. And <laughs> he's like, 15 years later, is they still burn. Damn. They gave him pain medication and made him cooks and janitors and shit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, there's another guy who was a hacker, and he was going to try and take the tracker out, out of me that helped the bounty hunter track me down. But mm. I abandoned that storyline after I reached the end of the Bounty Hunter one. I was still working on it a little bit. Mm. There's so much to do. Up in the hub, in the middle of the space station, there's no gravity. And you can partner with a a girl up there who has a repair, like a repair business mm-hmm. that she's trying to build herself up. And I got ripped off at the beginning of that storyline, but I'm still trying to help her. But the main one that I focus that I'm trying to complete the story with first is all about a vending machine. <laughs> the the NeoVend vending machine like made parts for the space station. It could like 3D print and sculpt and shave metal down to make all kinds of parts. 
That's funny. But when the corporation that was running the the space station left, they let some programs, some AI programs there that that were meant to kill anything that became artificially intelligent within the space station system. Okay. And there were a bunch of AIs on there that were sentient because, I mean, they can replicate a human mind in a robot. Okay. So this thing took itself off off of the grid, put itself in a vending machine, and cut itself off. And when you first meet it, it talks to you by, like, whirs and like like drill bits and spinning parts that makes it replicate human voice like that <laughs> Come get some. and there's a whole storyline about getting this uh this artificial intelligence who wants to go back to the system but there's a hunter and a killer in the system programmed to you know hunt the one of them finds artificial intelligences, okay. and the hunter then tells killer, and killer comes and kills any artificial intelligences. Mm. So navigator comes up with this plan where you tell hunter that it has become intelligent or sentient, and so that it needs to tell killer to kill it. Oh no! <laughs> what wrong? And, yeah, Navigator is, like, this super cool, like, floaty, like, like, god dude in the, uh, in the Matrix. Nice. The hunter thing is, like, a dog, but instead of a head, it has, like, countless tentacles coming out around a hovering orb. Oh, okay. And then Killer is kind of like a dog, but it has, like, a big pyramid head knife for a head. Killer. They killed Killer B. They killed Killer. Man. <laughs> Anything else? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. But yeah, you grow lots of mushrooms. There's lots of fungus. Well, I mean, that's probably an easy thing to grow in space. Yeah, and uh, there's a stray cat. If you build a house. Kitty. If you get the right apartment, you can feed a stray kitty. Oh. And so I've been feeding the stray cat every day, too, to see if anything happens more than the one cut scene I had. Cool. All kinds of good stuff. Nice. Citizen Sleeper. If, you, if you're down to read while you play an RPG, check this space game out. Nice. Now it's time for... Recommendations! Doot-doot! <laughs> Brought to you by Nabisco Shredded Feet. Ew. <laughs> no, we are not. Um, I don't know if I have recommended it, but I'm going to re-recommend if I haven't. The Great British Baking Show. I love that show. The Great British Bake Off? Yeah, it's like the Great British Bake Off, Great British Baking Show. Oh, they changed the name? Is Whatever. it both? It's, I think, both, but... I fucking love that show so much. It's so just like, I don't know, positive and happy and peaceful and it's nice to watch. Way less punching than the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Most likely. Whatever city they're from. Yeah. Any of those Real Housewives? There's no punching. They're very nice to each other. 
Do they like throw food at each other at least sometimes? Um, there was one uh, episode someone did throw one of the like co-hosts threw something and it hit one of the other folks that they always fucked with. So that was about it. All right. Well, what do you recommend? Wait, what's the bathroom situation in the Great British Baking Show? They cut all the bathroom potty breaks out. I would not be able to be on that show. <laughs> I'd be like, I got pee. Okay. I'm going to recommend if you're like us and you like innuendos and dick jokes <laughs> and classic video games, check out the Secret Levels podcast. Hell yeah. It's a great podcast. Toby it's and a, Goobs are fucking awesome, and so is Jenny Bean. It's about video games, like old ones, mm-hmm. and they make all the obvious jokes that we would all make. Mm-hmm. And they and do. And there's this genie do, that comes around sometimes. Yeah, they do other stuff that other video game podcasts don't do. That yes, are like the cream on the top. Mm-hmm. Hmm, the cream. <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of blueberry, blue cherry, blue cherry. (laughs) There was only a cherry on top for their first episode, (laughs) and then Toby Uh, was done with that. (laughs) Oh, Toby is not done with the Goobs genie, that's for sure. Yeah, that's a fucking great podcast for sure. And then I've got three more recommendations, Ginger, as we end our show. Okay. I'm going to recommend the Retro Hangover podcast. Which Chris Copeland, by Chris Copeland is uh, a co-host. And friends. He, he's friends with us and one of our patrons. They also do retro video games mm-hmm. and innuendo jokes. So they fit right in there too. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to recommend Boston Harbor Horror. Hell yeah. There's a new season. If you haven't listened to it mm-hmm. all, start from the first season. Yes. It's like X-Files on boats. And they are a patron pa- patron of us, patron. A patron. <laughs> a patron. I mean, if they want to drink Patron, more power to them. We could steal that from Werewolf Ambulance. <laughs> That's what they call their patrons. They call them Patrons. That's funny. <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd also like to recommend the movie seller. I haven't seen a new episode in a while, but Dan and his friends from Maine Epic. talked about some movies fucking for sure. Hell yeah. Dan the movie seller, we fucking love you and you're a you're a patron uh, you're a patron too. <laughs> <laughs> a patron. <laughs> and then there's JD Lowe who is also a patron. Hey. And I don't know his voice. He's got a new job, but with his voice acting work, he's probably narrating the new Merriam-Webster dictionary. Fuck yeah! So dude. to support him, just go listen to the dictionary in the audiobook <laughs> version. <laughs> oh, that is funny. And thanks, Rappy McRapperson, for the intro music, and Anita Quizzy for the outro music. Mm-hmm. Ginger, what's our email? Our email is grandrapidiansplayvideogames at gmail.com. What's our link tree? Link tree is L-I-N dot L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash grandrapidians. What Willie said. You can find all of our links there, including patreon.com slash grandrapidiansplayvideogames. Mm-hmm. And all the different 
devices and apps that you can listen to our show on. If you yep. leave us a review, we'll send you a sticker to say, hey, here's the review I left. Yep, and you can follow us on Twitter at grand underscore video or Instagram at grand opinions play video games. Thanks, Rappy McRapperson, for our intro music and Inadequacy for our outro music. And Will, what's that phone number? 4432-WILLIE. Call us, and if you want us to put it in an episode, we can. Goodbye. Ooh, it's kind of warm in here. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you don't fart now, Ginger, really loud while I'm still recording. Ew, that's gross. That was my mouth. Ew, that's gross. You don't call my mouth gross when I do other things with it. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta leave this in. <laughs>